of the tribe insults. The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. All right, all right, all right. So, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we have an extra special, special guest. I know all of our guests are special, but this one holds a special place in our hearts. <laughs> you know no. her, you love her. It is unpopular opinion queen. Hello. <laughs> How you doing tonight? You ready for this? I'm fucking born ready. All right. Woo! <laughs> Spicy queen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, queen. So everybody wants to ask. You have this awesome platform on TikTok. And you take a very unusual stance to most of the women on TikTok. You actually stand for men's rights, which is awesome. But explain to us, you know, give us a little rundown of why you decided that you're not going to be some super feminist and decide you want to advocate for equal rights and men's rights. Oh, because I think the feminist movement is actually destroying feminism let's say the new age feminist movement i mean back in the day it served its purpose but now we have our equality and it's just confusing to me how the new age feminist movement is pretty much just shitting on men as opposed to advocating for the rights that they already have so basically it's like the new age or neo-feminism is more a superiority than Absolutely. a equal. Okay. All right. Absolutely. So, I don't know if you saw the video that I had uh, that I had linked in the chat. So I'm going to ask you about it. Uh, a basketball star throws a headband or whatever to a guy, and he is accosted by multiple women that rip it from his hands. I and didn't see that in today's society. Men aren't allowed to to uh, defend themselves. Apparently, uh, is this the the feminine that you're talking about? And it, it's fourth wave feminism, isn't it? Yes. Um, I mean, if if I was that dude, or it, it's it's unfortunate that the cameras were on him because when cameras are on men and there's women around, it it automatically makes them obviously more cautious of what their actions are but at the same time why shouldn't he have tugged back he didn't even attempt to well he just held on to it he had the two women on the one side that he was sitting next to who were pulling him on one way and then the woman on the other side go ahead chum say it go on tear well <laughs> uh, well eventually you're gonna get used to the new name but I'm going to say something that's not going to, you know, I'm not against equal rights. I'm not against men's rights. But what you saw there was either a bitch who could not stand up for himself. Or you saw someone that sat there and went, 
I'm trying to get into this girl's pants, the one pulling on my arm right now. So I'm going to give this up because you see him smile and shake. And, you know, it's that ideology of, of having no backbone that attack on what makes men men. Now, I'm not a chauvinist. I'm not there for I'm not like certain Texas individuals. I don't believe in that. But there comes a line where you have to say, hey, look, you know, there's a certain level of respect. You, you don't think there would have been any fallout if you just stood up and popped her in the mouth? He didn't have to pop her in the mouth. All he had to do was stuff the thing in his pocket. Yeah, or just tug back. And if well, because you see him, he, he holds it in his hand for a second. Yeah. Now he holds it in his hand. She stands up and starts to lean over. Now I'm not anti anti women. I'm not chauvinist. But if you take a look at the individual, she is blonde. She is decent looking, and she is used to getting her way in everything. And you see her stand up. If you were a man, if you were intelligent, first thing you would have done is either close your hand or throw that son of a bitch somewhere else. Because if I can't have it, I'll be damned if I'm just going to give it to somebody behind me. This isn't the first time we've seen this. Even in the past year, you had that, you had that, uh, you had that female who sit here, the older lady who ripped the foul ball from the hands of a kid, and then celebrated as if there was some huge. You know, gladiator victory to be attached to it. Do you do you think that's a woman issue, or do you think it's just a decline of morals within our own society? I would say it's that's a, morals. I would say it's a lack of of morals, which is a direct it's a direct result of the attack on masculinity and a nuclear family. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for Ragnarok. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just have to throw it out there. If I was the girl that he was with. At that, what was it, basketball? Yeah. At that basketball game, I would have lost respect for him. Yeah, like, my response would have been, I didn't know I was a lesbian. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding? In a situation like that, where I had put it in my hand, if someone had tried to take it from me, my wife would have <laughs> stood up and straight out punched that chick right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Your life. <laughs> yeah, we all know her. We love her. We're all terrified of her. <laughs> Hashtag truth. Nothing one of the worst things. I'm curious how you feel about this. Um, but I think one of the worst things is that you have that pendulum switch where you've got all these people that are talking about men's rights. And then there's even some of these women that are talking about men's rights. But what they're discussing is nothing more than a knee-jerk reaction into chauvinism. I think there's a fine line that both sides of that argument can very easily fall into. Either men are responsible for all the evils of society, or women are all the evils of society. And that is really where that argument falls. And there is a middle ground where people are just shitty to each other. Absolutely. And it, my issue is with all of this equality bullshit is that y you're taking away, you know, it's uh, because I'm a female, I'm not have I'm not going to have a pissing match with a man like we, we're not we're not built equally or we're we're not built for the same things. There's things that I can do that you can't. There's things that you can do that I can't. There's some things that you can do that certain women can. Are they? Fucking bionic, maybe I don't fucking know, but 
some women can do more. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in today's society, I think that women's rights have surpassed men's right. If you consider the argument with abortion and women saying that they cannot have an opinion on abortion, that's half of their DNA. It wasn't just a woman who made that baby. Right. And and a woman can kill her child, but a man can't uh, get out of paying child support if he feels the same. Exactly. Once Democrats start advocating for the men's rights to preserve their unborn fetus, that's when I will take them seriously. Okay, that's a little savage. Um, that's that's uh, that's one of those things that will never happen. It won't. Um, it comes back to like a, a quote that I've used multiple times here with the podcast, though. It's from one of my favorite books where if things were suddenly changing, you were to suddenly be in power. Bad things would still happen. They would just happen to other people. That's what happens when you use a superiority over someone else and you do a paradigm shift, just like in you know South Africa with the apartheid. It's becoming that way now, except now here's what I don't understand. And maybe you can make sense of this for me. What I don't understand is where are all my feminists when trans women are demolishing them in sports? Oh, absolutely. That That's hilarious to me, actually. It's sadly hilarious. So we're not about men's rights until they say they're a woman? Pretty much. And also, a transgendered male to female can have an opinion on abortion, but how does that make sense when they don't have a uterus? And this, this is not my logic. This is feminist logic. <laughs> you hurt my head with that statement. <laughs> well, feminist logic hurts my head too <laughs> no that like the- if if a dude pretends to be i'm sorry not pretends identifies as a woman all of a sudden he can now speak on abortion though he is totally incapable of having a child or having a uterus oh Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be evil here. I'm gonna be evil here. One of my favorite arguments against the men cannot have a opinion about women about abortion always makes me chuckle because they all talk about Roe v. Wade, and I sit there and go, "Yes, but that was a bunch of old men, old white men who had an opinion about abortion." Yep. <laughs> so if yep. we're getting rid of it. Let's just go ahead. Men cannot have an opinion. Yep i I also have an unpopular opinion when it comes to transgender uh individuals i'm very pro lgbtq everyone knows that um do i believe that you can be transgender without having the mental disorder of gender dysphoria you can't so technically being transgender is a mental disorder and if you want to live your life like that, I am absolutely all for it. I will respect you. I will respect your pronouns. I have no issues with it because I'm going to live my life the way that I'm going to live my life. But you can't expect everyone to respect your pronouns. It shouldn't be an expectation. Especially Think- since anything can be a, pro- a pronoun now. They can make absolutely. them up. What are they calling them now? Neo-pronouns? Pro- they can just pick a word and it becomes their pronoun. And they expect you to address them as that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, is that the same thing as like a microaggression? <laughs> mm, 
<laughs> but okay, so we talked about the the chauvinistic uh, side of the men's movement, which you're also opposed to. But do you think that the chauvinist movement, as it stands right now, with certain individuals that we have dealt with, is a reaction? of the feminist movement that currently exists or do you think that it always exists and just needed an outlet? Um, partially reaction, partially some men are dicks. Some women are bitches. That's how it works. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, there, there's partially a partial reactionary I don't know. Partial reactionary, but it's it's more so, I think, you know, human nature right i get that mr tear you had a reaction on your face i want you to oh, say it because we're on an oh. audio only podcast oh. jack wagon oh, oh no i just had a you know she, she just called it straight up men are dicks and some women are bitches where did that accountability go uh, right <laughs> Where did that accountability go? I mean, like, it's like, okay, you got people, you have people that are willing to, on both sides, I'm not just going to pick on one. Uh, we all know who it is, but I'm not just going to pick on him. You have people that are reacting to a shitty situation, a situation that may not be their fault. But when you look at the attitude and the behavior and you realize there's probably a whole lot more of you at fault in this than you're willing to admit. And your situation is only made worse because of your attitude towards it. But I must feel that either men are better or women are better because that makes you feel better. Makes you feel like you're empowered. And I think that's a lot of what, what goes on on both sides. Unfortunately. Can we just change all pronouns to asshole? Hey, asshole. You're I just use fucker. Oh, fucker. I just yeah. use fucker okay. because let's fucker's use, gender neutral. Let's use asshole <laughs> and fucker as pronouns for everybody. No he, him, no she, her, no it, they, z, them, whatever, Apache helicopter, nuclear-powered submarine, nothing. You're either a fucker or an asshole. <laughs> just don't say them too I mean, close together or it's a, it makes a nasty <laughs> sentence. Just saying. Uh, one other thing that I would like to address while we're on the topic of feminism and because everyone also knows that I think all of us here are pretty big Trump fans. Grab her, grab her by the pussy. That's a huge <laughs> that's a huge Democrat, liberal like they, they just like to throw it out there when there's an argument, they have nothing else to say so they're like, oh well Trump said grab her by the pussy. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I may not be a politician, I may not be in politics, but as a female Talking with my girlfriends and having a private conversation, I have said much worse. Why are women allowed to get away with that? I was more curious why they were so offended by that and not by Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, right? How about they're more offended than that than they are by our current president sniffing children's hair? Terrifying. Terrifying. You know, you mentioned something earlier, and I wanted to to, to point something out. It's It's interesting. The left likes to use the minority, right? Minorities get away with just about anything because they are a minority. Because we, you shouldn't say anything. Because that just proves your, you know, your white supremacy. There are 1.4 million Americans that identify adult Americans that identify as trans. The population of America at the same time was 329 million 500 thousand, roughly. 
that means you're talking about a 0.42% of the population. 0.42% of the population is now making your laws. It's now telling you what you can and can't say. You you say that as if that's new. I mean, no, it's just I, I say here it's like I want people to understand. It's like this is what you're talking about. We are changing sports. We are changing vid- movies, changing music, changing, and putting this on our on our kids on on Nickelodeon for point four two percent of the population. Well, let's be realistic. That number isn't real. Mm-mm. They decided that they were going to push it in the in social media and they were going to push it in the entertainment industry. So now it's trendy. So how many of those are just kids who got caught up in a movement and want to be popular and want to be trendy? Or Absolutely. how many people just identify it because that's the new in thing? I don't yes. buy that 1.4 million BS at all. Nope. And the scarier part is that with it being on Nickelodeon, why does it make people mad? And it, when when it makes someone such as myself angry that they would put something on a child's network to not persuade them, but, you know, let's say that's not their intention. Their intention isn't to persuade them. Their intention is to educate and normalize. That is fine. Why the fuck no, are you not. trying to normalize a sexuality to a Why child? Are you trying- why are you trying to normalize mental deficiency? Or it's a mental illness. Let's call it what it is. Mental illness, yeah. Well, <laughs> even if it's not a mental illness, say it's a legitimate sexual preference. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying, let's imagine, let's go to their world to make believe that it's actually a sexual preference. All right? Let's look at that. Now, you're going after children who are of the age to watch Blue's Clues. Yep. Your targeting of that is for children who are under the age of six. Why? I blame... That's the most impressionable, that's the most impressionable time, though. Hey, if you want... I blame movies that have been trying to do it and normalize it for, for years. And I'll give you the best example of normalizing the craziness that's happening in the world. And some of you will not like this. Hocus Pocus. They literally normalized the taking of the life force of children, the kidnapping of children in a movie that is beloved, especially right around Halloween. Right? People love Hocus Pocus, but she sings the beautiful song about taking kids, the opening of the movie where they try to, you know, they suck the life force of them. I mean, we're normalizing the criminal, uh, criminal acts against our children using the media industry. What was it you said? If you can make somebody, if you can make the people laugh about a situation, then by the next generation, five doesn't to ten matter. years. Yep. If you yep. can make if you can make society laugh at something within five to ten years, they'll accept it as normal. It's how they normalized. Uh, it's how they normalized gay marriage. It's how they normalized uh, the homosexual lifestyle to the greater masses. It's how they normalized. Uh, transgenders, and eventually it's going to be how they normalize uh, pedophilia. See, I'm going to come at it from a from a slightly different direction. Homosexuality happens in the animal kingdom. 
we understand this. This is something that can happen. And I can understand that there is an attraction between the same sex. All right. I'm not going to judge you. What happens between two consenting adults is between two consenting adults. Ryan, for what you have now. Uh, <laughs> why'd you have to say that, man? <laughs> oh, I think every man is a little gay for Ryan Reynolds. I'm not. I, I don't like him, but. But uh, that you're is more like a Russell Crowe kind of thing. Hey, now. Gerard... <laughs> See? Called it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Gerard Butler and the Boondock Saints. Just saying. I'd take me some Gerard Butler any day. Right. Any day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now that I've gotten distracted by what we're talking about. But when you start, they literally are, because they classify pedophilia also as a mental disorder. Or MAPS, minor attracted person. They, they, it's also listed as a mental disorder. So when you go into the trans side of it, it's, it's a lot more sinister than people realize. Because now you've ended up with normalizing a mental disorder as a sexuality, and they also are normalizing not telling your partner that you're trans. How about how many times have we seen it? We've seen them brag about it all over TikTok, all over social media. Oh, where yeah. They brag about it. I'm like, how is that? How is that okay? And then they wonder why when somebody who's not okay with that lifestyle reacts violently, because you literally lied to them, yo. There was a there was a movement going on in the feminists that said that if you know that all men were rapists and you know and certain behavior even if it was accepted at the time is still classified as sexual assault. Why is it if a man looks at a woman with his eyes and says anything that's sexual assault or sexual harassment? But if you have a man who thinks that he's going to bed with a woman and finds out that it's they still have dangly bits and gets upset he's the vic- or he's the perpetrator and the person who lied there there was a movement that women said that if you lied about your income you could be guilty of rape because you you had sex under false pretenses this is not the same thing i did not know about that yeah that's a big one and it gets worse um <laughs> We'll, we'll probably talk about it later when we talk more about an attack on children, but if you realize that they're using this, that it's now okay to sexualize our children. That's where, that's where this toxic, uh, I'll call it as it is, they like to throw around ta- uh, toxic masculinity, I'm going to call it ta- toxic feminism, because what they've done is they've accepted all of these behaviors, and they've denigrated men for so long but now it is perfectly fine to talk to a seven-year-old about a sex change. When I was seven, I didn't care about stuff like that. I thought girls still had cooties. I was running around playing with dirt. Yep. Right. Well, okay, look at how far the fourth ways feminism movement has gone. You must accept trans into the feminist movement, and if you don't, you're labeled as the term TERF. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. Look at what they well, did about to J.K. Rowling. She says she is a huge she is a huge feminist, but she says that she couldn't support the trans people and her fans who are trans. Apparently, most Harry Potter fans fall in that category. I guess they started to use your characters would hate you. 
They would be so... They're a fictional character from her own brain. You don't get to tell her how those characters would react. But you're going to use her own work to come after her because she has a belief that you do not agree with. This is where we're at in society. It's dumb. Yeah. Let's change topics for a second here. I'd like to ask Kate something. Yeah. How many times have you been called a pick-me? I can't count. Like, how do you react to that? Oh, I react to that. So I usually don't like to play my cards, but because in America, apparently females are considered some form of minority because we supposedly have less rights. So I will play the card when someone calls me a pick me and I will say, you are only saying that because I am a girl. If I was a man with this opinion, you wouldn't be calling me a pick me. It is not, you can't base my opinion and say that I'm a pick me because I have that opinion and I'm a female. I have that opinion as an individual. Right. No, they would call you much worse things if you were a dude. I mean, true. <laughs> Trust us. <laughs> you know, we'd get chauvinist, we'd get, you know, all of these, you know, racist, bigot, homophobe, you name it, it you know, all of those things if we sit here and don't agree with the media. You just get pick me. <laughs> no, I know you get you get all, you, you get worse, but I've gotten I've gotten the racist and homophobe as well. It's 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 funny to me actually because it's as soon as you and it's the same thing with any um black individual who has a certain opinion or is a Trump voter or is or is a Republican or whatever, it's like the minorities will turn their backs on you even as a minority because you are speaking your mind and you're not allowed to have that opinion as a minority. When, when they're advocating for your rights to think and feel however you want. Right, 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 right. It's an oxymoron. It's the hypocrisy for me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, the, amount of, the amount of people I know in my real life, not let, like, leave TikTok out of it, in my real life, who happen to be black Americans who are Trump voters and the names that they've been called on TikTok or not on Facebook because I don't share my personal Facebook, but I have them on my personal Facebook. It's disgusting. I get it. I've said it for a while that there is no, there is no creature on this earth quite as foul as a leftist. Speaking against a minority who thinks for themselves. Oh my god, especially... Okay, so... <laughs> the white female leftist. Let's, let's get a little racist here. The white... And sexist. The white female leftist is the worst case scenario in my perspective. Are you saying that the righteously or self-righteous angry white savior on the left is racist? Absolutely. <laughs> and we've seen it. We have seen it time and time again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, don't understand. So you have um, you have the country singer. I, I don't really listen to country, so I don't know his name, but he dropped an N-bomb when he was drunk and hanging out with his friends. 
pretty much lost all sponsorships and his career went down the drain. You have a white female savior leftist calling Candace Owens a nappy-headed hoe and getting away with it clean because she's a leftist. She's allowed to be racist and that was Noah Cyrus. Well, we had... Uh, I don't know if you watched as much of the live streams during the Summer of Love last year, but I watched white folk from Antifa walk up to the police line where there were people of color police officers and call them every foul name you could think of, the N-words. They called them Uncle Toms. They called them, I don't know. Just, just Uncle Ruckus. Bunch, yeah, just a whole bunch of, yo, you're a traitor to your race. Excuse me? How is this okay? But if I say anything that's like one one-thousandth of that vitriol, you know, against anybody, I'm this horrible, evil, Nazi, racist guy, but you're okay because you're the supposed white savior? I'm confused. If you bring up race at all, they will call you Nazi, whatever. If you if you bring up race at all, as someone who is more right-leaning, it's automatic. See, it's I don't, just what I don't understand that. I believe that if you br- if you have to bring up race in your argument, then you're already a racist, and it it comes for the left or the right. If you sit here and you have to pre if you have to qualify your statements with the black or the white or the Asian or whatever, like for example, we went through all this black lives, all lives, Asian lives, police lives, blue lives, whatever. How about just lives matter? Why do you have to qualify it with a color? Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. But when it does come to topics of race, and when I've been on live on TikTok and the topic of race has been brought up, it makes me uncomfortable because I don't want my words to be twisted in any way, shape, or form to have someone, because they will twist your words. I have had my words twisted several times, especially towards uh, transgender individuals, which I have openly support um but when when it comes to racial talk and having people in my comments section typing out like oh of course the white girl is saying this and it's like okay do you think i don't have a right to speak on this topic because of the color of my skin because that is by definition discrimination the same way when a feminist says a man can't have an uh, an opinion on abortion because he doesn't have a uterus. That is oh, discrimination. Oh, 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 but my dear queen, you can't be racist against the oppressor. You that can't is, be... <laughs> that is liberal logic. Well, Who's see, oppressing anyone right now? Well, see, I believe that it, it doesn't have... They, they would come after you it, even if you were, you know black, transgender, whatever, it is your ideology that they hate, not your skin color. Yes. There's a lot of people that hate you because of your skin color, but that ideology that they hate, that's on both sides. Against themselves, even. Except it's a lot less on the left, though. If you think about it, the left has this wonderful hive mentality. 
Well, they also have they also understand the levels of uh, intersectionality. Like they in their heads have already figured out who is the most oppressed. And when that doesn't work, they make somebody else that's the most oppressed. Yeah. By the way, Pops, did you know that you and me, you and me are, are considered super straight? Because being straight wasn't enough. Wait, what? Yeah, we're super straight. What is super straight? What is super straight? Oh, glad you asked. Super straight is when a straight person only wants to sleep or is sexually attracted to someone who was born biologically of the opposite sex. Isn't that just straight? Well, I thought so too, but I had to... (laughs) Another one added to the list of many, many, many sexualities. That's a new one. No, I was reading. I was like, "Wait, what the hell is this?" But no, apparently it's it's also a a, a sign of supremacy. I'm, I'm married. I'm not supremacy of anything. Just saying. Okay, that truth. So, so to get into this a little further, it was created almost in retaliation because um, if you were a straight male and you turn down a transgender individual, they would be calling you transphobic. And they were saying, if I'm, I'm a real woman or I'm a real man, if you don't want to be with me, it has to be because you are transphobic. So super straight was then born. And by definition, it absolutely is its own sexuality. So I, I put out a video on it because I don't consider myself super straight. If I, you know, just so happen, I, I believe in just connection. So if I'm just so happen to get connected with someone who wasn't born a man, I don't have an issue with it. it. Like, it doesn't bother me. But super straight, I think it's fine. What's wrong with that? It makes a lot of people mad. It has nothing to do with supremacy. It's a, it's a sexuality. And by definition, they cannot argue it. Okay, well, but that one's a made up. That, but here's the argument, though. Here's the fun argument on that. But that's a made up sexuality. It's not a real sexuality. It's not. They literally it use linguistic true. theft to no, that, that's make the fun people part about feel it. bad. <laughs> that was what was funny about it. Yeah, they, they said it's a made up. Because uh, I had that argument, and they're like, "Well, no, that's a made up. That's a made up uh, sexuality. You can't use that. It's not real." I was like, "Well, neither is yours." <laughs> Like, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I thought you were saying it it wasn't because I think it's in the books now. It's definitely a sexuality, but okay. You were having okay. an argument. Now my, I understand what you're saying. My question is, is that the one that uses the porn cub the porn hub colors as the little symbol? The uh, Yeah. It does? <laughs> yep. See, I don't get that because to say if you're super straight Pornhub is not your place. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you never know what prize is going to come out of that box. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, we've it's, about that, it's about that way with OnlyFans, too. Oh, uh-huh. ooh, I want to talk about OnlyFans. So. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> so, right now, there's this weird, like... I know OnlyFans was originally designed to be an alternative to, like, YouTube, that type of stuff. And it has evolved into this really cool platform where people can put anything and they're supported by their fans 
and nobody's forced. My problem with Pornhub is that they use sexually exploited girls for some of their films. OnlyFans seems to be a block to that. So I'm like, cool. If they're doing it of their own, awesome. I don't have a problem with it. But you have this weird shift of conservatives who think OnlyFans is cool until they're not popular. And then they sit here and say, hey, um, if you're participating in OnlyFans, and I'm going to get your opinion. If you're participating in OnlyFans, you're participating in the sex trafficking industry. Yeah, I no, think I that's don't. BS, and I think that a woman should be allowed to do because men are doing it too. It's not like you're trapped in a wait, blink twice. Nobody else can see you, so blink twice <laughs> if you're trapped inside of your in in inside of your home, and you have to perform so many videos a day before they feed you. <laughs> no, no double blink. I, I think we're good. So the great thing about OnlyFans, everyone knows I have one. It is everything is my choice, and I, I mean, obviously, there's going to be ways around every hurdle. But when it came to the hurdles of joining and starting an OnlyFans, it was they needed a picture of your ID, they needed a picture of your ID next to your face, and then it was like a two or three day process where they. They ran the check to make sure that you are you before you could even partake onto the website. And they also, they don't just do that for the people with pages on the site. They do that for the people who want to purchase from the site. So every single one of the people who I have on my page have all gone through that process as well. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, Tier, when we started all the fans... Wait, I don't dance. Oh, you mean for the podcast? Okay, never mind. I mean, okay, look. Look, OnlyFans tried to change their branding after they realized that they had lost total control of what they wanted it to be, right? So they started to do those commercials all over the internet where it was teach people how to cook, read a book, do all of this stuff. So screw it. Let's take them up on it and, and do a video podcast on OnlyFans. Where it's like the extra super spicy stuff that even we would get banned for on here. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, curiosity curiosity for you, uh, Queen. You caught a lot of hell when people found out. When, when you announced it, you got a lot of flack for it. Yeah. From the right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I didn't... Like, how did... I just, I know it sounds like an interview question and I, and we've talked about this before, but I, I, I would like to know how that changed your view a little bit of, of our side of the aisle. So it definitely made me rethink my stance. And as much as I do believe I am mostly conservative, I think I've, I'm also more of a constitutionalist at this point. But when it comes to morals, I don't feel like I'm doing anything morally wrong and it's kind of what conservatives stand for you know it's it's a product it's taxed it's i'm not not working i I feel like they think it's like an easy way to get money and I, i don't think that they realize how hard i actually work to appease to the people who subscribe to me 
And it's not that I'm doing anything that I'm not willing to do or uncomfortable doing. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> I think one of the things that, that got me so much, because we were, we were there when, when you caught a lot of, a lot of shit on, on TikTok about it. But people that you would expect to follow through with the, the conservative ideology of free thinking, suddenly they, they, they all turned into... I mean, lack of a better way, they, they had a very leftist approach to it. It was either A, you do this, and then you're not conservative, or B, you do this, and you're you're on the other side, you're the enemy. There was no middle ground there. It was, you are the enemy. Yeah, or, yeah. or I can't, it became, like, one of the arguments that I heard that drove me crazy, because it literally spat in the face of free thinking, was, I view you in a certain way. And because of that, I can't not not go to your site. So you need to stop. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I, I see you as a daughter. Well, then don't go to the site, dumbass. I mean, <laughs> seriously, if you don't like it, scroll on. When did that become, you know, you don't have to subscribe to it. Literally, you have to enter in all this information. You take the picture of the thing, and then you have to enter in the credit card information. At some point, you can go, you know what? I don't want to see her like that. I'm not going to do that. No, fuck it. You have to stop. Bullshit. So, so here's mine. Do you get more hate from the left or the right because of your OnlyFans? I do get more hate from the left oh, um, really? when it comes to OnlyFans. I have, well, I wouldn't say it's hate, hate. I mean, it's more name calling. It's not. Uh, so <laughs> when I think about hate, I think about um, if someone actually has a logical standpoint and they can bring some logic and information to the table along with their insult. But from the left, I haven't rebuttaled any of them because all they've done is call me names. So. I have rebuttaled conservatives because of what they have brought to the table, but liberals, <laughs> I haven't so much because it's kind of like, okay, you just, you just called me a doorknob. Like, what am I going to say to that? I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would say that in some regards though, it's just out of my, my own thought on it would be that, you know, the left will call you names, but the right is trying to force you to comply. That's true. That's That's true. (laughs) How many times have I said when that pendulum swings that hard (laughs) to the right, bad things happen. I get it. I get it. I I mean, there are hardcore left and right. It's just a matter of being, you know, I, I would like to think of myself as more of a person who has common sense and likes to do their research. It. It doesn't, I'm not aggressively conservative. Like, there are some individuals, and I probably wouldn't associate with them. Would I agree with some of their ideologies? Absolutely. But would I, like, associate with them and, you know, have their back on something where I'm like, no, that's that's a little rough, bro. No. (laughs) All right. So we've talked about certain topics. Now we get to go general on you. So, you've seen... The, how crazy the world is today. These, th- this is our last question type thing. Like, where do you stand? So, at what point do you go from being a passive participation in uh, 
democracy or representative republic to, okay, you've crossed that line and now it's time to, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does that line get crossed? Probably with my medical freedom. My medical freedom. If If someone wants to force me to inject something into my body that I am not comfortable with, that's where I would draw the line. So that that's your that's your blood rock. You can go no far you can go this far but no farther. That's cool. Yeah. So Coop brought up an interesting point about some people have multiple like uh the medical freedom is one, but he's also got he's also got kids. So his was like I also have the if you're going to try to check my children, that's another one even if you don't, you know, come after me but you come after my kids. You know, so I get that. That's pretty cool. So, are you almost ready? Because you know it's coming, right? I mean, <laughs> what? Uh, you're going to be forced to get the vaccine. Oh, I'll say the same thing I did to to, to Coop the other day. <laughs> Six weeks. <laughs> I was like, right. it's it's around the corner. Well, the World Economic Economic Forum back in July of 2020 brought up this thing called the COVID Pass, where I where it was going to replace passports, and it looked like COVID was dying down. We had the vaccine. People weren't so focused about it, mostly because Donald Trump lost the election, so they started to turn the news cycle towards that. And making the Patriots the bad guys. And oh, hold on a minute, hold on. Let, let me say something there. Let me say something there. Three hundred twenty-five thousand, or no, three hundred fifty-two thousand was the death rate in twenty twenty, right in the United States for COVID all year, all year. Okay. Biden passed that in less than in like what ten less than ten months. In nine months, he passed that death rate, but he's the one that could handle it all. Just the math don't add up. Well, okay. And that's so, with vaccinated individuals. Yeah, that's yeah. with a vaccine available now. So, so with that being said, the World Economic, uh, Economic Forum brought it back out. It's now it. They now want to do a blood pass. What they want to do is they want to take a blood sample from everyone who wants to participate in society, to participate in banks, to participate in travel, to replace passports, to go shopping. All, all of that stuff. No, I get it. I got I got puppies myself. So it's an angry floof. Yeah. So all of that to sit here and you're gonna have to get a a a blood passport where they're gonna take a sample of your blood and put it in a computer system and you're gonna have to carry your phone around, and you're gonna have to show it. QR codes, they're gonna scan your apps, but you know, eventually it's gonna get to the you know, I, I won't go any farther, but they're, they want to bring it out again. So eventually, you're going to have to get this uh, vaccine or be totally walled off from society. Because they want to get rid of cash. Yep. Everything will be electronic. Speaking of which, is that not scarily familiar to something that you brought to our attention a while back? About that doctor that was in your local area that made a comment that anyone who did not get vaccinated should have their insurance, uh, should deny them, that they should have to pay for everything on their own. Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah, the, the article in Connecticut, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy to me. 
But it's yeah. just one more step down the path of tyranny and lack of medical freedom. So, <coughs> make it make sense. I'm using your line. Make it make sense. Why yes. is it? Why is it that five hundred thousand sexual predators don't have to carry an ID to identify them as a sexual predator? Because it as that, per yeah as per the Supreme Court, right? Because it violates their their privacy rights. But 360 million people will be required to carry a COVID pass and require proof of vaccination. So at this point in our country, let this sink in. At this point in our country, sexual predators have more rights and freedoms than unvaccinated people in the United States. Make it make sense. It's disgusting. Yeah. Especially when you realize that they've said for how long that they can't find any traces of the vaccine in your blood. Right? So, <laughs> so if, what good is a blood test? If you're going to take a blood test, but it leaves no traces behind in your body, then how is it going to tell if you're vaccinated? Maybe they lied to us that there's not something in the vaccine. That's a different conspiracy well, theory. <laughs> and apparently, have they... Have they um, made a test for the for the delta variant yet uh -uh. they can't do you want to know why they can't because as of today or as of a week ago no cove 19 sars 2 samples have been given to any research labs anywhere on the planet for all intents and purposes there is more evidence that cooties exist than covid 19 <laughs> i knew it i knew i was right when i was seven <laughs> but no, they the the reason that they used the the tests that they did was because it tests for that family of viruses, uh, the the common cold, the flu, any RSV type of disease. Ebola falls in that category. Hepatitis falls in that category. Pneumonia falls in that category. So people were testing positive who had the flu and the cold. They couldn't specify it. They couldn't specify the test, just like they can't specify the vaccine because they don't have an actual sample of COVID-19. So basically, they're shooting it in the dark. Or it's been that the virus was designed to get everybody to take the vaccine. So that the well, virus was designed for the vaccine instead of the other way around. I'm going to use one of my lines here in just a split second, but think about this. If they can't check your blood, and we know this, right? We know that they can't check their blood. They've said it. That's why they can't do a blood test for COVID. They've said that you cannot find the, the, the vaccine. Yet they're going to push this blood test on everyone and make it mandatory. And people are just going to go right along with it. Of course. You know what line's coming. You know what line's coming. Wake up! <laughs> like, come on! This is stupid! The fact you know what else is stupid? What? The fact that the amount of deaths this year alone, or this last year, let's just use last year's data. If we go by the 352,000 deaths last year, that is eclipsed by two particular things. Cardiac disease. Can you guess what the other one is? I already, I already know we talked about this. <laughs> but no, here's, here's where I want to get at. 
but there's no, you know, we don't have a cure for cancer. We don't have an effective treatment for cancer, but we came up with a, a vaccine in, what, two years for this? Finally, it's only been around for almost two years. Question, are they still including people who die in car accidents and from gunshot wounds? Yes. In the COVID death? Oh, well, why? They're also including they're also including people who are fully vaccinated in the COVID deaths. But only if uh what is it? If if you get COVID and you were only vaccinated like a week prior, then you are considered unvaccinated. Yeah, fourteen days. It's amazing days. how they like to twist these numbers. Yeah, fourteen days. If you die within fourteen days of the second shot of the COVID vaccine, you're classified as dying from COVID and that you weren't vaccinated. If you look at the spikes at the number of people <coughs> that have adverse reactions, it happens all within the first 14 days. After that, the numbers drop significantly. That's why they picked that number. Oh, yeah, but we can't talk about the adverse reactions from the vaccine. Oh, you can't do that. You also can't talk about any alternative methods to treat COVID-19 or they'll pull you off of a platform. Yeah, I got live banned. So th this is the time before the last time I got live banned because I also recently got live banned. But um, it was for also misinformation. And it was saying in my live, I was talking about my own personal experience walking into a Walmart and being in the fucking clearance aisle and coming across two women who just happened to bump into each other, both saying that they had gotten the vaccine. One said that she was having an issue with her eye and the other one was saying that she was having an, oh, I forgot her issue. It might've been. Wasn't she the one uh, was, who was dizzy? It was vertigo. It was vertigo. Yeah. Yes, she she had the worst vertigo she had ever experienced in her life. So I was talking about that on a live. Now, that is a personal experience of mine. It's a story. I was there. I told it. You can call me a liar if you want. But how is that spreading misinformation? You don't follow the narrative. Absolutely. Shame, shame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the humanity. I can't believe it. It's enough to give a man the vapors. <laughs> She's going against the, the narrative. <laughs> it's amazing to me because they just ignore it. And it's it's on both sides that they ignore stuff. How many people on our own side just go, oh, it can't be that bad, or hey, I'll go ahead and get it. Like, okay, there was a guy before we left TikTok, right? There was a guy that got um they got vaccinated and everyone was ripping him a new asshole. I can't believe you got vaccinated. It's like, well, maybe for him, his bloodline was different. That doesn't make him any less of a patriot. Is he going to regret that decision here shortly? Probably. And it doesn't matter. It was his. But it choice. does. It was his choice. That's what That's we're the thing. fighting for. Not. I'm not. I don't give a damn if you get vaccinated or not. I ain't getting it, and you can't make me because I'm an American. That's the. That's the thing. You should be. It's free your to choice. Choose. Yep. I I was in I was watching a live of a woman who I follow. I've been following her since I saw her first video come out. How she is not um more popular on TikTok, I have no fucking clue. It's it's clearly obvious that they're like censoring her content. She is literally she spoke openly about her side effects since she has received the shot and this was about probably 6 months ago and she was 
blind in one eye, um, diagnosed blind. So that's not like fully, like all she sees is black. She could see a little bit, but uh, technically blind. Legally. And yeah. Thank you. And it was moving to the other eye. And in her live, when she's explaining what the doctors are telling her, mind you, I don't know all the medical terms, but I'm reading the comments and they're coming from supposed patriots and they're saying, well, you're stupid. Why did you get the shot? You did this to yourself. And it's like, for someone who is coming, it, coming out and sharing their experience and sharing their diagnosis and knowing that it does not happen to everyone, there's, there's people who get the shot and don't have any negative side effects. But for someone to be brave enough to share that experience and say, I didn't go and get the second shot and people are shitting on her, that's a hell no for me, dog. Hey, how many times have I said it? I'll say it till I get blue in the face. People get tired of hearing it. The sheep on the right scare me more than the sheep on the left. Because that cancel culture mentality, that willingness to silence anyone you do not agree with, is even more rabid on our own side than the people who stand against us. Yeah. And that's you, just one example. You must stand for my flavor of freedom, or I will go after you with everything I am. Because I believe that I am righteously. Now I'll say something. Okay. And this is going to sound bad. This is going to sound terrible. Because you know me. I hate gatekeeping. I hate it with a passion. But that right there is a patriot. Because a patriot, like you say, should stand for the rights of the smallest minority. The individual. Yep. Yep. And when you're willing to shove your ideology down my throat and I don't have a choice in it, we're not fighting the same fight. Right. But at the same time, I can fight the same fight as someone and not and believe that they have the right to make that decision, but not agree with their decision. We've forgotten that. It's like if you don't agree with me, we we lost the ability to say, hey, we uh, agree to disagree. No, agreeably, you must agree with me or you're the enemy. You know, if. If that is the most dangerous mentality. Yeah. No, because the problem is it gets confused. It gets really confused and really muddy because there are some things that are just not right. Yeah. There are some things that are just plain wrong. Like, let's take pedophilia in. No one in their right mind is going to say pedophilia is right. But by taking a stance like that, though, people look at you and go, well, then you're going to say this about gay marriage, or you're going to say this about abortion, or you're going to say this. They put you in a box. But here's the but they thing. don't realize that there are gray areas. There are moral ambiguities in certain areas that to some people is going to be more than others. As to me, I find abortion absolutely abhorrent. Right? I do. But here's where you and me, Odin, butt heads a little bit because I believe that that choice cannot be legislated. No, I actually agree with you on that one. Just saying. All right. Well, uh, it's just, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm pro-choice because I'm not pro-getting people getting abortions, but I'm not, I, I'm not pro-restricting that choice. It's my body, my choice, and I feel the same way when it comes to vaccines and everything else. Well, see, here, okay, here, here's what I get hit on a lot is that people go, well, you're a Christian. Yeah, I, I, I love everybody. Everybody, I love them on an individual basis. It is the groups that disgust me. You know, it is the... You have to believe this way. I love everybody on an individual basis. 
And I can see, because I love you, I can forgive and see through and past a multiple of what the Bible calls sins. I love my friends who are in the LGBT community, but they're never going to come to me and sit here and go, hey, can you, can you pay for my surgery? Or, you know, are you going to come to a pride parade? No, no, I'm not. I can love you and not support who you are, but I get beat up all the time. Well, you, you, you hate gay people. No, I have gay family members. I don't care. I love them all. I love everybody until you give me reason not to love you. I know gay individuals also in my personal life who will not go to a pride parade. Right. Because they, I mean, there's a certain level of decorum that they want to maintain. That there's a certain level of uh, deviancy at those pride parades that people should never be exposed to unless you seek yeah. it out. <laughs> what's yeah, what's like, interesting to me is how many of my friends that are on that side of the aisle, right? I, I, I lovingly refer to them as my alphabet mafia. I love them to death. I do. But seeing how many of them are so angry over the whole trans and trans movement, and they're, they're sitting there going, you're, you know, it's not right. It's not right. Them uh, approaching children, it's not right. And it shocks me that we have allowed a minority of a minority yes. to dictate how we think. Yes, and quick little story time. So in my early 20s, I was very liberal. In my early 20s, I started following Jazz Jennings. Um, she was just coming out on YouTube then. Uh, I do call her she. I will always call her she. Um, she was a young transgender individual who um, started the process of transitioning at a very young age. She took the hormones. She went through the process. Now... I view that as child abuse. And it's it's so funny how much my mentality has changed because I was in full support of that. I was like, look how brave she is. Look how wonderful this is. She's so young. And now I'm like, okay, if that was my child, I would consider it abuse to give them hormones at such a young age where they shouldn't have any understanding of sexuality or whatever. I mean, if they want to wear a fucking pink dress, let them wear the pink dress. I don't give a shit. But uh, don't feed them the hormones and she's had complications in her in her bottom surgery um due to her taking hormones and now as an adult or an older adult let's say i watch blair white who is a transgender who thinks more like myself and also agrees that you should not be giving children hormones and this is coming from a transgender individual do yeah. i care if they're transgender no do I agree with one more than the other? Yes. It has nothing to do with what they are presenting themselves as. It has something to do with what they their belief system is. So it's that's why I say, you know, don't come to me as a female talking about my opinion as a woman. Talk to me about my opinion as an individual. Right. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And what I find interesting is, like, somebody told me, is like, well, you're transphobic. It's like, no. One of my best friends is gay and has decided to go through the, the trans surgery. 
I will be there with him every step of the way, even though I do not approve of the lifestyle. It's not my place to approve or not. Have they asked my opinion? Yes. Have I given them my opinion? Yes. Does that change our friendship? No. But you I know, a comment that, was made. I don't understand the term of phobic. I'm not afraid <laughs> of nobody. I'm not. Me? Well, no, I you are know. afraid of somebody. You are afraid of somebody. My wife? I know you are. Yeah, your wife. I'm scared of your wife. <laughs> but what I was getting at is like, they made a comment to me. He says, you know, when I was, because they're younger, <clears throat> says, my parents would told me that they would, they would help me out with the surgery and help me out with other things after I turned 18. At that point, I was old enough to make a decision on my own, an informed decision on my own. And I, I sat there like, you know, I, and, and they don't, they're evangelical Christians, but they love their, their child with every bit of their, <laughs> every bone in their body. And they told us, like, you know, we can't, we can't tell you it's right. We'll help you. We'll support you, you know, because you're our child. But you'll wait until you can make a decision on your own. And the reason why is very simple. Do you know how many children are, are given these hormones or how many children go through a transition and before they turn 18 have committed suicide? 46%. It's insane. We are literally killing our children. Do you want to know what's even stranger? Do you realize that 98% of body dysmorphia that children experience at a younger age, if left alone without hormones, goes away? And that the suicide rate of transgenders who go through surgery and who do not varies by 1% or 2%, a statistical anomaly, which means that the surgery is not giving them what they want. There is something else that they want that they're not finding in the surgery. It's because they're not treating the mental illness. You can, you can follow through with the surgery, the transition, you can do everything, and you can still treat the mental illness. You can still seek therapy. You can still, I, I don't, I actually honestly couldn't tell you what process they would take to, I don't even want to say correct that mental To address illness. the issue. To address the issue. Thank Treat you. the cause, not the symptoms. Right. And well, that uh, we can get a whole other conversation about that. Our nation is generated by the treating the symptoms, never the cause. Yeah, that's why the cure for cancer is locked away. But it's it's one of those things that you just you sit back and you look, and it's it's so many different facets. So many little different things that have changed that people thought would never, you know, it, it won't be that big a deal. Eventually it adds up. It, it starts a, it starts a slippery slope until you're in free fall before you even know it. Yep. Like that guy, I, I'm going to mention this. Like that guy back in June who was arrested because he went into the school because his, his daughter called him. Daughter called him and told him that she had been beat up in the girl's bathroom. And he was escorted from the premises because they found out well, she wasn't beat up. She was sexually assaulted. Right? Now, this kid's hush-hush by the school board. Come to find out, the reason that all this comes out again... Now, he was arrested going to the school board meeting to speak out against uh, a particular situation, which you will understand in a minute. But this happened again at the beginning of October, and this is why it started spiking out onto social media, everybody in outrage about this. Because the reason why he was arrested, because he was speaking about against transgendered bathrooms in high school. 
it was a boy wearing a skirt that sexually assaulted his daughter and then someone else. Yep. And but that's and, okay. And the school district's response was to send counselors in to talk to people who were affected by the father's reaction. Not the not, rape. Not the rape. Not the sexual assault. Because of how the father reacted when he found out that his daughter was attacked. That is why they brought in counselors. And they just released that email not that long ago. That's fucking bullshit. Well, that's that's feminism for you. That I, I don't mean to be an ass. Because I'm not like... I'm not like Orrin, right? I'm not. I don't believe that men should be superior or that women should be superior. But I sit there and I look at it and go, you know, there are some times where he's not wrong. That toxic feminism has made it to where you can't even defend your own children anymore. Yep. If that makes me toxic, call me toxic. I don't care. Yep. Mm. And then the the ability to be the shield wall between the world and your family that makes you a parent. It makes you a defender. But whether mm-hmm. it be mother or father, you are that you are that protection of your children from the world when the world decides they want to throw that stupid crap at them. I'll take it one step further. That's also what makes an effective and, and worthwhile leader. Fair. The ability to that ability. blow for a family member, even at great personal cost. Yes. I will add to the bathroom situation because that was part of the conversation. Um, I understand wanting to use the bathroom that you identify as. And one of the things that Blair White has brought up in, in on her YouTube, I don't know if you guys watch her on YouTube. She's fantastic. But, you know, in society... Looks do have a part in what bathroom you should be using. She is gorgeous. She is a prettier woman than a lot of women that I know. <laughs> so when she goes to the bathroom, no one bats an eye. It doesn't matter. Um, and it's not even transgender individuals that I think people have an issue using whatever bathroom. It's predators that will take advantage of that situation so this is where i actually feel bad for the trans community because it is not their fault that predators are taking advantage right i agree with you because they're the the media has already just started to spin it now that the story has come out that he wasn't actually a transgender person they're not calling it transgender they're changing it so he's bisexual it doesn't matter. The fact is that he sat here and he wore a skirt to get into a bathroom. And it could be... I'm not blaming people in the LGBT community for stuff that a bad person did. Right? Yeah. But the environment that is set up provides an opportunity for bad people to do bad things. Yes. It's because humans. What is it? Man's inhumanity to man? That's what yes. you say? Yes. History I, I is just... divided in areas, is divided by the points of man's inhubil- uh, inability or man's inhumanity to man. 
I say it's simpler than that. The idea of a devil is redundant because man will do whatever he wants and stoop to any depth of any depth of depravity without provocation. Because that's humans. I don't agree with you. But interesting topic. Anything else we want to talk about, Ms. Lizzie? So where can they find you? Yes. We want to plug your stuff. Where can they find I'm gonna tag it in the description of the podcast, but Find me? Yeah. yeah. Where your, can they go listen to you? Your TikTok, your I can plug your OnlyFans in the description if you want, but you gotta send me the link to that. So oh, yeah. I'll send you everything, okay? All right, send me everything. <laughs> but so on TikTok you are unpopular opinion queen. Yes. All right. Any other same on Instagram? Instagram. All right. And OnlyFans. Sweet. All right. Well, go follow her. It has been a wonderful discussion, and we hope to have you back someday. Thank you. So, with that being said, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.